Blog Talk Radio. with the Royal Bluettes, the Bluett family. I am Elder Bluett, and I appreciate each and every one of you that are listening. I uh, appreciate uh, God still sustaining me and my family and the families out there that are listening. Uh, I want to thank God for this platform uh, that he has bestowed upon Elder Oliver, uh, Chaos Block Talk Radio, uh, where he does have sponsors also. So he is truly blessed in providing a great platform to anybody and everybody that has a word for God or a word, a word of God or a word for man. So I encourage you to look into it, Chaos Block Talk Radio, uh, if you want to create a platform to bless others. And even yourself. So again, Elder Oliver, I do want to uh, thank you for this platform. May God continue to bless you and your family and those that you are associated with in the name of Jesus. Before we even start uh, our show tonight, I want to ask my daughter, uh, Vanessa, to pray us in, if you would, sweetie. Okay, Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for a new day. Thank you for bringing us here in the same atmosphere to share and to talk about you and to share um, something that somebody can go home with and keep for the rest of their life, or even just this moment if that's all they need. Um, Thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you for being a great God, a gracious God. Um, an on-time God, a faithful God, um, the same God every day that we need all day. Thank you, God, for just being who you are in our lives for each and every one of us. Um, God, please forgive us for anything wrong we may have done to you or to anybody else. God, please help us to grow and be better people. Help us to um, spread the love of you, God, your love to others. Um, and today I want to pray and ask you for you to give us the words to say to bless somebody's evening or their whole life. Please um, guide every word that comes out of our mouth, God. I pray that everything is fruitful, and I pray that we just have a great time and um, 
Yeah, good fellowship. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen again. All right. So tonight uh, is a subject that my wife will probably take the whole program with unless somebody butt in. But once she gets started on what we're going to talk about tonight, uh, I won't say that. I won't say that. But uh, myself, my kids know that um, the subject we're going to talk about tonight is is, is a thing that's happening to my family, my wife in particular, and she does nothing but give thanks for it. So uh, that used to be me, but we'll get to that part. Uh, but I want to read this scripture, and then we'll give uh, the subject. So this scripture comes out of Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. <clears throat> 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, where it says, Every man, according as he proposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Amen. Every man, according as he hath proposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, God loveth a cheerful giver. And we know nobody can beat God's giving uh, as he has given his son as a sacrifice for our sins. Uh, even when we weren't even born yet, he did that. So he's looking out for us even now. So the subject tonight is, uh, what is it? Uh, when my cup runneth over. That's the subject tonight. When my cup runneth over. So I'm going to read that scripture one more time, and I'm going to open up the floor. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. Every man according as he proposes in his heart, so let him give. So whatever's generated in your heart, whatever God's laid on your heart to give, give that without even thinking. So let him give, not grudgingly. Not that somebody has to propel you to, to give, that somebody has to talk you into giving, that somebody has to push you into giving. Every man according as he proposes in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly by somebody trying to make you, or of necessity because you got it to give. Of necessity because you got it to give. For God loveth a cheerful giver. All right, so right now I got some meat on the smoker. I'll be uh, trying to chime in when I can, uh, but I'm going to turn the floor over to my wife, Miss Ricky. Hey, 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 my favorite subject. <laughs> okay, first of all, I would like to say thank you, Jesus, for just being who I am. And just a cheerful giver. I just love to give. But anyway, on that note, we're going to give away two. I didn't tell. Did I, I did tell you. I was going to say I didn't tell my husband we're going to give away two TVs. 
but I did talk to him about it before we got on. We're going to give away two 65-inch TVs. One we're going to give away on the 22nd of December, and one we'll probably give away, uh, we don't know yet, but we're going to give one away um, on the 22nd of uh, December. And it will, you will have to listen to the show, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, the Royal Blues are giving away a 65-inch, y'all have to listen, and we're going to ask you a question on the 22nd of December. We're going to ask you a question, and you have to answer the question on what we were talking about. This um, Thursday, all the Thursdays leading up into the 22nd, okay? So you have to listen to the show. In order, and you can call in. I'm going to give you a number to call in. And if you call in, um, is the 22nd on a Thursday? I really wanted to do it on a Thursday. Let me look at my calendar real quick. Yes, it's is on somebody, a Thursday. Okay, it's on a Thursday. So, oh, so we're going to do it live. So we're going to do it live. I'm going to give you a number to call. You're, you're going to call that number. You're going to be live. So when you call in, we're going to ask you the question. So when if you answer the question correctly, you will win the 65-inch television, okay? Yay! I wish I had an applause. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah. Yay. But that's what we're going to do. You know how they have the automatic one that comes on and they're da, 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 da. But anyway, that's what we're going to do, the Royal Blues. Because we love to give, and we're talking about giving on tonight. Not knowing that we were talking about giving my um, middle daughter, I think, uh, my baby girl, I think one of us was talking about, you know, what we wanted to do with the t- um, uh, some TVs. But anyway, that's what we're going to do. But anyway, giving. We're going to start off with the scripture. I think my husband just read a scripture, but... Um, When your cup runneth runneth over, I want to go to um, Luke, or did he read Second Corinthians? He read, read um, Second Corinthians. Let me just go there right real quick. Second Corinthians. We are. When I tell you are, we are. Well, you know what? Let's go to the girls first. When you guys hear when your cup runs over, what comes to mind, or what you want to talk about, or did you guys want to just? Go with the flow tonight, or did you want to expound on it? Or you? I mean, we could go with the flow, but I do. We could go with the flow, but I do want to say that um, mm, uh, there's like two different. I always like start a comment like this. It's two different perspectives that I have, but like um, I want to talk about one thing. Yeah, I want to talk about one for now. Maybe I, well, I'll bring the other one up. I feel like it'll come up later. but um, Or I'll bring it up later. But every day, I feel like in a sense, every day our cup is run over. And I have the other perspective of, of course, when you're in a season of um, reaping. So we have a season of reaping, of course, where God is just pouring into you. But I just want to talk about on a day-to-day basis, um, there's always something to give, something like you know what I'm saying. Like there's always something to give to somebody else. Something your cup running over could literally be um, your you feel good mentally today. So therefore, I'm gonna give words of encouragement to somebody else. That's the overflow of your cup at that moment is words of encouragement to somebody else. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like let's say it's money. Your bills are paid up. You're good. You're okay. You can have a little spare to share with somebody that's monetary. Or, you know what I'm saying, like there's different ways that you can give. So I feel like every day in a sense, even if it's a smile, like I don't know, I feel like in a sense if we're looking at it in that spectrum, it's like every day our cup technically runs over. And then, like I said, I, I said, what you say? I said, yes, stay on that one because I wanted to talk about that one as well. Okay, well, then, yeah, I'll bring the other one up later. Okay, I, yes. I'll bring the other one up later. But, yeah, that's that's what I, the first thing that pops in my head is every day there's something to give to somebody else. So. Right. And that's, I wanted to go there as well. When your cup is running over, even when you're pouring out, my um, I wrote down, um, fill up, fill your cup spiritually daily. Replenishing and renewing, okay, daily. What is the first thing you do in the morning? You giving back to God. You giving back to God. Giving thanks. First of all, thank Him for waking you up in the morning. Fill your cup up daily, like Vanessa was saying. This is a spiritual. Once you get it, oh goodness, where we at right now spiritually, and we're. I mean, it's just oh my, it feels. So wonderful to be connected. It feels so wonderful to feel, and I've never felt this connected to Christ in my whole entire walk with Him. Okay, to wake up in the morning wanting God to refill us, re re uh, replenish us, what we poured out the day before. Okay, renew, renew, renew everything that we give us, give it back. Even um, um, just pour, pour back into us what we, what we gave out. And a lot of times, like she said, we're looking at money. We're looking at, you know, um, think tangible things. Like, Vanessa, what about that smile? What about, and I, people call, call me all day or ask me all day, how are you? I'm wonderful every day. Every day. I just got off the phone with a gentleman. Just a few minutes ago, um, um, and he was saying how I made his day yesterday, you know, just by uh, making little comments, you know, just talking, you know, it was about a bill. Yes, it was about a bill that I didn't want to um, to um, to give. But guess what? By me being um, happy all day, you know, making it a point to keep a smile on other people's face, God rewards me with a smile. He put that joy back in me that I gave to somebody else. And not only did he do that, the money that I gave, I had to, um, gave out so much money this week because we had, um, we've been trying to get our taxes together. We've been trying to get our, we've been in an audit. I had to give out so much money. And um, I had to write a whole $1,000 check yesterday. But today, now I'm going back to the conversation that I had with that gentleman Putting um, not just him, but all day, every day. I just, you know, try to encourage people not even saying nothing about Jesus Christ or um, or saying nothing about God, but let my life shine. And then when they ask me a question, then I can introduce them to Christ. Not just, you know, just letting your life shine. Just let it let it shine. Just let your life shine. And with that, today. Um, I was uh, made a phone call just before I walked in the door. 
I was on a on a phone call um, about a matter that was in 2021 that they owed me $665. And I didn't cash that check because they spelled my name wrong. <laughs> and my husband made a comment, I don't care if they did spell my that check would have been cashed. No, but I just don't, if, my, if something wrong on a check, I'm just not going to cash it. So it was from a, a, a huge company um, um, that we um, that, that I use, and I just I just didn't cash it. I just didn't cash it. I still have the check probably downstairs in all my um, checks that I don't cash. But I called the people today to see because they, they I guess they're getting ready to um, put it on my invoice. I mean my um, my W. What is it? Not uh, whatever they send you at the end of the year for your taxes. They get ready to I guess add that onto my um, my tax form. So I said, well, if they're going to add it to my tax form, I might as well call them and see, you know, what's going on and inquire about it. So only thing I had to give them was my social, no, my last four of my social, and my name. They put it up in the database. Then I was, and my husband was standing right there. I said, well, uh, she said, well, we get ready to write you another check. You um, look for it in the mail. I said, well, ma'am, what was it for? And my husband I kind of paused. I said, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I don't even, I don't, it don't even matter. Just send a check, whatever. Not too long ago, a couple of minutes after that, I um, I got on my computer, and I was um, looking through some emails, and I saw that an email that I sent to the gentleman that I talked to yesterday didn't go through. So to make a long story short, y'all, they end up um, giving me, reimbursing me my $350, okay? The $665 um, uh, refund that they gave me or whatever it was for, it, well, the total, the, the, total, the, the total came up to $1,015, the money that I wrote a check for to get my stuff straightened. <laughs> so, so I said all that to say, keep your heart right. Um, do right. Just do right. That's all I'm gonna say. Is just do right. God wants us to to just be a cheerful giver. Not what was the um? Okay, let's go back to um Second Corinthians. My husband read um, Second Corinthians um. Nine and seven. I want to go up to where um, 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 Vanessa was getting ready to go. I want to go up to six. But if this I say, ye which sow sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. So if you stingy and you don't want to help nobody, but your phone no more. I mean, if you just holding on, you know, for a rainy day, you know, keep holding. Because the word says, if you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. And if you sow bountifully, you're going to reap also bountifully. So let's be cheerful givers. Not doing it grudgingly, you know, but be cheerful. But go ahead, Vanessa, you wanted to um, say something about, wait, hold on. Did I have anything to say about the spiritual filling up and pouring out? 
Yeah. Um, when your cup runs over, to me, that means you're just getting blessed back to back to back because you are putting in the effort as well with God blessing you. But at the same time, you know, get another cup. So the one that's over can go in somebody else's cup. You know what I'm saying? Bless other people as you're blessed. And don't just bless people because you bless. Bless them when you, I mean, you bless regardless. But like, you know, even when you're down bad, even when you, you know what I'm saying? Just be a blessing, period, all across the board, and be even more of a blessing the more you can. Amen. I like to run it over and get another cup. What I like to say is, like, you know how you have, like, the saucer underneath the cup? Like, yes! you know, bless with that saucer. Mm-hmm. So, and like Asha was saying about, like, you know, even if you don't got it like that, you still got something. Even if it's a smile, like, you got something. Encouragement, if it's a smile, if it's even your lap, like, whatever you have, yeah. Just, you know, if it's on your heart, just do it. And it'll get easier. Like, practice being a giver. Because everybody don't, you know, I had to learn. Um, how to give, because I had to practice giving first for it to come naturally. So everybody's not an automatic. Let's say right now, let's say somebody listening that is like, okay, I am a little stingy. Now what? Practice. Like, practice and then you'll enjoy it. But, like, when you practice, all you need is, like, that little bit of, like, how do I explain? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that little bit of, like, not a little bit, just, just do it. Like, don't think so hard on it. Like, just don't think about it. Like, if you know that those thoughts of, like, uh, but, yeah, I, mean, I could use it for this or I could use it for that. If you know, like, just try your best not to think about it. And it'll get easier to give as you keep practicing to give. But, yeah. And I like when you said about the salsa. Guess what? If I'm close to you and you bless, I can be your salsa. I can get your overflow. So stay right. close to the that's blessed. Because <laughs> you're going to reap what they got Because they're, they're so full they overflowing into the saucer Guess what If I'm that saucer I'm going to be blessed too Okay You don't have to be the uh, You can be the saucer And then you can you You can give them a little bit of your saucer And then y'all pour it on top Or y'all wrap it up Y'all together <laughs> now you have to share and bless them. Exactly. So don't 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 be mad at the one what that right there is letting me know. Don't be bitter because the somebody else is the cup. Just stay close. Because guess what? If I have you have. I have you, an example. I mean, say it again. I have an example. Go ahead. Okay, so, um, so you know, for the ones that don't know, I'm an artist or whatever. Um, and I had not too long ago, it was like a performance, and um, well, no, this was a minute ago. This was a, yeah, it was a minute ago. Basically, um, I had won an award and someone else had won, like, the an award, like, below me. And I knew that they felt something, but they didn't give up. They didn't give me the cold show, and I didn't, you know, hold my head too high because of my blessing, you know what I'm saying? 
But just mind you, because of that, we we formed a taco somehow because we're in the music group together, and I'm teaching him, like I'm giving him pointers and, you know, stuff like that. And also he's teaching me stuff too. Tell me why the next competition he won the whole round. Wow. Okay. Amen. Period. Okay. Amen. Amen. Right. That goes into, like, how Mommy was saying, like, don't be bitter or feel a way about other people's blessings. Stay close. Learn or yeah. ask questions. I could have had, had a big head. You said you could have had a what? Say it again. I could have had a big head. Right. That's important, too, is that just because you are getting blessings or you are getting blessed, stay humble. Stay humble. Right. Stay humble. <laughs> The main baby, thing. that can get taxed real quick in front of everybody. Right. Staying humble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where's the scripture man? Can you hear the scripture? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm right here. I was, I was uh, cleaning out my pan to put the ribs on. But uh, let me put these glasses on because you got a scripture. I do got a scripture. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just my little reading glasses. Uh, let's see. I love your conversation. Um, but what I want to also say when we give to those who are listening, when you give, don't don't. You know what? If you give enough, you'll get out of the expectation of receiving. And it's a thing you have to practice because we're not all natural givers, right? Some people are, but most are not. So we have to be careful that, okay, I'm going to help this homeless person, and in the same thought, I'm going to receive something. That's the wrong attitude. That's the wrong way to put it. So I'm going to read this scripture right here so I can find it. Okay, here we go. So this comes out of uh, Mark, chapter 12, starting at verse 41. And that's not the one I'm going to read. I'm going to read Mark 6. I mean, Mark, chapter 6. Uh, verse 1 through 4, real quick. Mark chapter 6, verse 1 through 4. And the word of God says, and this was, uh, and the word of God says, Take heed that you do not your alms before men. Your alms meaning giving. Uh, meaning giving. So take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them, to be seen of other people as you're giving Right? Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father, which is in heaven. So we got to take heed that we don't do this in front of people to be seen of people. Our reward will will come from people instead of God. So take heed that you do not get on to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father, which is in heaven. So verse 2, therefore, when thou doest thy arms, when thou do give, do not sound a trumpet before thee. Don't let it be known that you're giving. Don't 
uh, uh, promote that you're giving. Therefore, when thou givest thy, when thou doest thy arms, sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, as the hypocrites do in the church and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. And it's from the men they showing it to, not from God. So verse 3, when, but when thou doest alms, let not thy right hand, I'm sorry, let not thy left hand nor thy right hand uh, do it, that thine alms may be in secret. And thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. So again, let's not try to, you know, based on what we're talking about tonight, let's not try to uh, be seen of people that we're a giver. You know, there's a lot of people out there like that, you know, that we're a giver uh, to be seen by them as in giving. And our reward would be from them and not from God. But if we just do it, drag somebody to the side. If it's a phone mm-hmm. call, somebody needs. Uh, you got cash app or whatever, and somebody call you, and they need a little this and a little that. Send it to them. That's between you and that person, right? God, and and and, and as an example, myself, God will reward you openly, where people will see how you being blessed. Mm-hmm. Your family will see how you being blessed because your family knows what you're doing and how you're doing. And when my wife gives. And she tell she don't tell me about all her giving, but when she do tell me, it hurt me. I'll be like, "Good Lord!" And I and I, and I want to say I'm to the point now where I don't even ask her, you know, about it. When she tell me, it hurts still, but I know how God is blessing her from the giving. So when she gives, it hurts me. Really, that much? You know, so even with giving away the TVs that she, I think she had bought five or six, 65 inch TVs. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, my bad, my bad. But I, they was all in her work van. The, what, 16, 17, 18 passenger van, her, her work van, just sitting in there. I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> what are we doing? And when I seen all the TVs, I was like, ching, ching, you know, the money. But 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 I'm gonna tell you, you know, for real, that God is blessing her so much uh, to do stuff like that, and it has become. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, it has become like a little thing to her, just to do it to bless other people. It's not a huge event. It's just what she does, and she do this probably every day. She bless people. But that's that's all I had right now. Yeah, what what scripture did you come out? I didn't I didn't I was trying to find that. I didn't see what you were reading. Um, it's not this is a one that I just brought up. Matthew six. Oh, you said one, Mark. Two, Matthew six. One, okay, two, Matthew. Okay. Uh, you said Mark. Okay. I'm sorry. I just like to keep up with what you what you read? Okay, thank you, thank you. But um, I just I I just love people. I love people. Anyway, 
Anybody else have anything else to say before? I want to read this um, this other scripture. Vanessa, Asha? No? No. Okay. I want to read... Uh, what was it? I'm sorry. Luke 6. Luke 6, um, and it says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down and shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that ye might wither, it, uh, with, with, it shall be measured to you again. So what we need to do is just first, the first word in that verse is give. We want to bypass that and just talk about the shakedown running together. No, first you have to give, and it shall be given unto you. First, you have to be proactive in your own blessing. God wants us to have. But I told my kids even last, I think it was a couple weeks ago, God couldn't have blessed us the way he's blessing us now. Do y'all remember what I said? Why God couldn't bless bless me? About the way how, like, you would have mis, mis, misused your blessings for the wrong thing? That? Correct. Right. I would have misused it. Not only I would have misused it, y'all would have been worse than what y'all are now. Y'all spoiled rotten. Y'all would have probably had a a bunch of stuff that y'all didn't need. But I thank God that he withheld the blessing until now. And that's how God works. He can't just get, just like the parents. Parents can't give their kids everything at one time. Because they're not mature enough. And God want to bless all of us. But he's waiting on you to mature to the point where you're going to be good stewards over what he gives you. What are you doing with what you're, doing, with what you're getting right now? What are you doing with it? What are we doing with it? Are we blessing others? Are we doing, you know, are we being good stewards? Or are we, well, whatever, whatever, I'm not even going to say what I, I'm not going to say that. But what are we doing with what God is blessing us with? He's waiting on us to mature. He's waiting us to get our business uh, in order, straight. Okay, he'll send you people, but are you going to utilize the people that he sent you? Okay. So let's get our let's 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 mature enough. Let's let's put on our big big girl panties, grow up, 
you know, do the right thing, steward over what God has given us, and I'm, I, I, I misuse money. I'm the first to say I love I love bargains. When I found them TVs, I wasn't even supposed to be where I was supposed to be. I went to go get my daughter, my granddaughter a dress at a store that I don't even shop at. And the guy told me there were one price, but it was some more all the way in the back of the store. That was a uh, that was that was two hundred dollars um, less than what uh, no a hundred dollars less than what the other ones were on sale. Then when he scanned them, it was two hundred dollars less than what it was on sale. This was the day before uh, the Wednesday before Black Friday. <laughs> So I'm like, really? The kids always say, why are you buying that? You don't need that. No. But guess what? Every time I get something, somebody else always needed a little, a, a couple of days or a week later. Did I have to get it? No. But guess what? I don't just hold on to it either. I'm buying it for a purpose. I'm buying it for because I know that somebody's going to need. When I see stuff that's nice, I'm going to just let it go through the thrift store and just sit. No, for somebody to sell it. No, I'm gonna give it to somebody. As a matter of fact, I found a, 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 a I bought a two hundred dollar Louis Vuitton bag and gave it. Somebody got it. I'm not even gonna say who, but. They took it from me, but God will put things in your way to be a blessing to somebody else. And the person who who got it was well deserved of it. They were well deserved of it. But if you just be good stewards, I said all that to say, just be good stewards over what God gives you. Always want more for yourself. Want more to be a blessing to others. Want more to upbuild God's kingdom. Want more to, you know, to do God's will with it. Okay, God is not going to just, like I, anyway, go ahead, guys. I wanted to um, take it back to um, spiritually how, um, what was I going to say? Because uh, we're talking about, like, filling our cup and stuff and how, like, God fills our cup daily. We should be asking God to fill our cup daily. We should be asking. Mm. We should be um f- filling our cup with God every single day so that we have the perfect love he gives to others. When God is filling mm. our cup, when God is pouring into us, what we put out is perfection as far as the love. Mm-hmm. It comes from him, directly from him. So um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring it to the feeling of our cup, of God's love, God's word, God's promises, God's goodness, God's faithfulness, um, that agape love, that unconditional love, the fruit of the spirit, that good, that good stuff that we should be filling our bodies with, which is the spiritual cup I'm talking about, our bodies, our souls, our spirit. We should be filling that with God so that when we do pour out and we pour from our cup, I like to say I like what I pour from my cup is top shelf, okay? I like to pour the best of the best out of my cup. So 
like, you know, when we, ask, when we allow God to fill it, when we pour out, is this the perfect love that we can give? So I just wanted to bring you back to the spiritual. And the word let us know that his, his love is perfect. Okay? God's love is perfect. That's an, it's unchangeable. Okay? God's love is perfect. It's perfect. And the more we pour out the love of Christ, he will pour back into you even more than what you've given. He'll do that. I promise you, he will. He will do that. But we have to be, like you said, perfect in, in, in his love. We have to. We have to. If we can't be nothing perfect in nothing else, Let's be perfect in love. How is it? How is it? How is it perfect? How is God's love perfect? How is it perfect? Are you asking us? Yeah. How is God's love perfect? That's the trick question. How is God's love perfect? I don't. I can't answer that one right now. Somebody else. <laughs> His love is perfect because it's unconditional. Mm-hmm. That's why his love is perfect. It's un- unconditional. Where mm-hmm. as we mostly lay conditions on how we treat people, how we respect people and take care of people or whatever, we have a, a unseen condition. And we have an unseen we have we have a way of knowing while you know you can be given to a person and still at the same time having crazy thoughts you know so i'm i'm going to go ahead and say this so the, the last church we was in me and my wife did so much as far as trying to help the church uh, be successful and blah blah blah. My wife was doing so much of giving and and providing and stuff I didn't even know at the time until not long ago. Um, and I was like, "You crazy? I'm, I'm serious. That's it. I, I would tell you, you crazy. Don't don't do that." Well, no, God laid it on my heart to do so. I I couldn't fight against God, but Read this scripture right quick Based on what I just said Proverbs 3 Verse 27 Withhold not good From them to whom It is due When it it is in The power of thine hand To do it Um, And we did that And it wasn't like We was looking for something in return Because at that point in our lives We were we were already giving as much to not think about a return on it. We were just giving because we saw a need. We were giving because we knew it would bless somebody. We were giving because um, there was a struggle. We were giving because God laid it upon our heart to give. So um, a lot of things may seem to come back and bite you, but that's not the the lesson that you learned. 
Believe me when I say that. Some things may come back to bite you, but it's not the lesson that you should learn. The lesson that you should learn is that I gave because I there was a need. And at that point in my life, I wanted to fulfill the need. My wife wanted to fulfill the need. And that was a that was a a time in our life. That was a a moment in our life, and we have to understand how long a moment is. We have to understand is the moment over. Uh, we have to understand. Uh, we have to understand that things move on. We have to understand that that was a situation that we were in. And I believe that we done our best in that moment. So there's times and seasons. That was a time and that was a season. And we have moved on. And I believe in my heart that God is going to place another season in our life and bring us to the table to provide for the need of a new season. Amen. Well, he's already Amen. doing that. Amen. He's already doing that. He's already doing that. But um, to answer the That's question, the, I wanted to make a comment. Okay. I wanted to Go make ahead. a comment on that. Don't um about. I think that's the hardest part that um I'm learning to learn though is um uh continuing to have the same heart that you had from the beginning, even when things transpire that try to make you not be true to who you are and not be yes. true to the person God is creating you to be. That's the hardest part it is uh, that I'm running into. And I'm learning, though, I'm only 22, but I'm learning that, like, you know, don't 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 take away from the next person just because of what somebody did to you. They, this is a brand-new experience. Don't take away anything from anybody, period. Right. I'll say it like that. You can have stipulations. Don't take away nothing from nobody, period, at all. You know, and that's the unconditional part that we're supposed to be striving to to meet, even though we're fleshly. But we're supposed to be striving to be unconditional. But I'm just saying, I have to say that that's that's difficult for me. Is like just because somebody hurt me, I, I can't. I always say the saying, you know, you can't bleed on people who didn't cut you though. So don't put all that on the next person to have to unpack you again. But you don't have to bleed on the person that hurt you either. That oh yeah yeah okay yeah that's that's, that's how when you know that's, you really okay, got yeah. something okay for sure for that's sure when, that's for when sure. you know you know you really have that love of Christ when you don't bleed on right. the people that hurt you okay right so keep that in mm-hmm. mind love it's in the mind it's just the hardest part to to do is to like keep it pushing and really like think of what would Jesus do keep it pushing or it's, or right, but it's as hard as you make it. It's as hard as you make it. You don't, you don't have to make it hard. It's as hard as you make it. If we have to, if we don't walk you. this walk, if, if we're going to do like Jesus, we we can't bleed on the people that hurt us. We can't. We got to keep it moving, sweetie. We have to. Then what, what do you have? You don't have the love of God because guess what? Let me go to John 1. John 1 and um, 4. 
He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, the word. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whosoever keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfect. Okay? That's where it comes in. That perfect love, perfect love of of, um, God is perfect. Hereby know we that we are in him. That's how you know you're in Christ. Okay? You have to love unconditionally. Uh, Love shouldn't have conditions. um, You can see how much people love you when they don't need you no more. When people don't need you no more, you will see how much love they still have for you. Okay? Well, I'm going I'm to I'm share this story. Um, I struggled with something in, our, in my marriage. And when I started making uh, my own money back in maybe 2004, I started getting real sassy. Okay, God had to convict me, take me back to when I needed my husband financially. I respected him more. I paid attention to him more when I needed him. But when I didn't think I needed him anymore financially, I started getting a little sassy, saying little stuff. Look, being slick at the mouth, you know, being disrespectful. I'm talking about disrespectful. God had to remind me, go back to when you needed him. So always put that in your mind. Always put it in, in, in the back of your mind like you need somebody. Then you will put respect on their name. Okay? When you need somebody, you're more humble. You're not so slick to say something nasty. Because I don't need you no more, I can say what I want to say. Then the real you, the real me started coming out. God had to deal deal with me with that. Put that in your spirit. Are you being disrespectful to people and, and disregard people because you don't need them anymore? God will have them same people to come back in, and and, and you don't you don't need. Don't make it to where you have to need them again, and you didn't burn your bridges. Destroyed my whole marriage, thinking you know I'm making my little money. I don't know. Matter of, it was it was before then. It was Lee Laboratories when I was working at Lee Laboratories. That was before. What year were you born, um, Vanessa? Two thousand. Well, yeah, like two thousand. Two thousand. So this was like in two nineteen ninety eight, when I was at Lee Laboratories. I was making the most money I ever made in my whole entire life. This was before you, but God had to humble me and let me know. Respect that man. He loves you. 
and the ones that love you the most, those are the ones we, you know, anyway. We're talking about our cup running over and the love of God. I just read John 1, 4, through 4, 4 and 5. So, yeah. But if, you, if we just keep that one commandment, love, everything else will fall in place. And we wonder why our cups are not running over, why we're not living in abundance. God wants us to live abundantly. All. He wants us to live abundantly. So we can be a blessing to others. So we can take care of those that can't take care of themselves. We got to do better. We have to. God is not going to keep, you know, Blessing us and blessing us and blessing us, you know, he don't, I mean, he's only going to give you but so much. He's going to give you just enough to, you know, to pay your bills or to go out to eat a couple of times a week. To live in his abundance, I mean, he wants us us to have it. He wants us to have it. But what if I didn't get to this point where I'm at in my life, the maturity that I'm, I'm at right now. I would still, you know, be in, now I won't say want, but just get, get having enough to get by. We've always ate good. we always had a roof over our head. Yeah, we had enough just to get by and to be a blessing to others. Yeah, but now it's like, okay, Lord, I, it's scary. It's like, wow. God is good, and I owe I owe everything to Him. To God be all the glory, all of it, all of it. But um, but yeah. Anybody else? Nope. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I know you was acting a little funny with your little money you was getting. I ain't say nothing to you. Uh-huh. God didn't let that last too long, though, but you got your mind right before it ended. That's all right. Almost hit you with a with a bottle one day. I'm glad I did. <laughs> I'm glad I did. So I want I want to I don't want anybody to get the impression that um uh, you know that when you give to expect to receive i don't i don't want about nobody to get that impression but as i said earlier if you're just practice giving and walk away um you know you in qt or you in a gas station or whatever and you you know you buying something at the counter and you see a you know young lady or older lady whatever age lady uh we don't know if they're single mothers or not but you know, they come in there and they may be in front of you and say, give me $5 on pump five. And, and we know, you know, $5 is only going to take you so far. And you behind that person, you know, and they walk out after giving their $5 on pump five, you know, slide the cashier $20 or $25 or $40 to add to that $5. You know, because cause what most people normally do when they get gas, they'll put it in, they'll click it to where it pumps itself, 
But imagine her getting blessed or even him getting blessed and it just keep on running. Imagine that they're just looking at it and may even go back inside and said that the gas station attendant made a mistake. And then imagine them hearing, no, it was a young man behind you that um, that blessed you. It was a young person behind you that uh, added to your five dollars. That's that's an unexpected blessing because while you're driving to the to the gas station on empty, and you don't have but five dollars, what's going through your mind? And you got to do this, that, and the other that day. Or even tomorrow, you got to put an additional $5 in there. What would $45, $50 do through your day or the next day? And I know who's ever listening right now have been in that situation where they've seen people put $2. and Give me $2 on pump two. And you laugh at them. But it was in your, it's in your pocket to help them. And you don't. So going forward, I want to say I hope that's a conviction because you heard that tonight. I I want that to be a conviction, hearing that tonight. Are you in Walmart and your cup overrunning, overflowing, and it's an elderly person in front of you on Social Security, and they're closely watching they're closely watching how it's being rung up and what the amount is coming to. Here you are standing behind them with seven credit cards, five or six hundred pockets. When they get ready to pay, tell them, I got it. Do that. If you give enough, if you practice in giving, it'll get to a point where you feel so good about giving because you see a need that needs to be met. God knew what was going to happen with us. He knew, He knows our every step. He knows the step we're going to take before we take it. He knows what's going to happen in our life because of the choices we make. He knows the instant moment that we're going to turn to him or not turn to him. He knows all of that. God is at the beginning. He's in the middle, and he's also at the end. He don't have to step nowhere to get to anywhere because he's already there where you at before you were even born. So when he gave his son Jesus Christ as a sacrifice for our life, (laughs) he gave Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He gave he gave what he had, and what he had was enough. And all he's looking for is a thank you, not us from what we give. He's just looking for a thank you. He's looking for praise as he sustains us in the path already written in our lives. Can't nobody give better than God than what he gave. This practice. If you practice to try to be God's giving, 
it'll be enough that you gave. Ozzy, are you still on? Yes. Anybody, if somebody that's listening under the sound of our voice don't know Christ as a personal Savior, I ask you to repeat these words after me out of um, Romans 8, 28. If I confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, if Jesus Christ died. Romans, wait, Romans 19 and Romans 8, huh? Say it again. Romans 10 and verses 9 and 10. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm doing the I'm doing the, the church thing. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm sleeping. <laughs> Romans, Romans ten nine and ten. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died and rose on the third day, um, just ask Him to come into your heart. Um, let Him know that you believe that He died and He rose on the third day, and just every day, ask Him to help you every day. Ask Him to be a light into your path and a, a lamp into your feet. Just ask him to just guide your steps every day. Ask him to put people in your path that's going to help you learn this word, study the word, get closer to him. Ask him to fill you with the things and the tools that you need to walk this walk and be the light that he called us to be. Amen. 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 Roger, can you pray us out unless y'all have some com- other yes. comments you want to state? Yes. Um, don't mind the background. It's jazz music for sleeping. Um, all right. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for another day, God, that we got to experience, got to live, got, got to walk in our perfect Lord. Thank you for anything that we may have saw today, God, or heard on tonight, God, that we can carry not just for throughout the night, but for the rest of our lives, God. Let us or whoever needs to change, God, in their ways or their selfish ways or needy or stingy ways, Lord, let them have an open heart and a more kind heart, Lord. Fix them. Let them know what they need to work on, God. Thank you, God. Please forgive us for anything that we may have said, done, thought, heard, felt, or seen that was not like you, that does not live up to your word, God. Just keep us bounded and keep guiding us God keep guiding our every footstep Lord and if we do step in the mud Lord let you be the one to you know have that the next step a puddle so we can wash off God in Jesus name I pray amen yes amen 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 (laughs) Amen. good night and sleep tight don't let the bed bugs bite (laughs) no see you honey wash your teeth Hang up. Wash your get, get them Dorito, get them Dorito crumbs out your bed. Bye. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>